Just a quick message before the episode gets underway. I want to let you know that there is an opportunity to sponsor the RG10 podcast. More about this at the end of the episode, so keep listening. Welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. This edition of the RG10 podcast is a Platinum Jubilee weekend special. There's so much going on in the area that it would be impossible to hear from everybody involved, but we've got three interviews for you to listen to that will hopefully give you an idea of what's going on. Incidentally, for a comprehensive list, turn to pages 20 and 21 of the latest edition of the RG10 magazine, and there's an online version of the magazine on the rg10.com website. Anyway, let's start with Thursday the 2nd of June and the Fearlessly Odd Festival that's happening at Stanlake Meadows. It's the first festival of its kind in Twyford and it will be a celebration of the arts and music created by our younger generation as well as entertainment for all ages. It's being organised by Bree Finlay who runs Music Made Fearless, a music education company based in Twyford and Jack Trimble from the Odd Body Tattoo Studio on Station Road. Bree, this feels... uh a bit different from anything else that seems to be going on in the area is that the impression you get if so is that is that deliberate um i think it's just so that we could get all sorts out really um i feel like young people have their thing they go to a festival they have their niche and um I feel like Fearlessly Odd could be a place for local Twyford kids and kids from the area to come and join together, listen to some new music, meet some musicians, meet some artists. We've got loads of um, people booked in to give talks and workshops uh, and obviously perform and some dancers from Odd Steppers. So there's a big, there's there's like a, there's going to be an amalgamation of loads of different people, young people in the arts. When you say workshops, when you say learning, can you give me a bit more details on that or like just an example, if you would? Um, yeah. So we've got um, Kat, who is a busker in Reading, and she has uh, she's got a TikTok that's gone pretty viral, loads of fans. And she just busks in Reading and she writes her own music and performs uh, and is also a producer. And she's coming to talk about her busking life and starting her career in the music industry and what that's been like so that's the kind of workshop we're offering to young people jack when we say young people what kind of age groups so with the dance side as well um my friend daryl uh, or the jester in the dance world has a studio called odd steppers like a little dance school over in worcester and he's coming down and he teaches from like four or five years old all the way up to like adults over 18 so there's going to be a lot of different variations. There'll be a, a dance troupe performing out of his young lads, a dance troupe from his young mixed group and young girls as well. And then himself and all of his sort of teachers around, around the school. So it's going to be sort of little droplets of different things among music, art and talks as well. Because like Bree said to me earlier, all these people are young and upcoming and they can hopefully influence people to, to, to be like, Do you know what? Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm 15, but in a year's time I can do this or... When I'm 25, I can have my own business or I could one day maybe run my own festival in Twyford one day. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's probably not something five years ago we thought we'd be doing. But, <laughs> no way. <laughs> but I'm really glad for the opportunity and hopefully we can inspire the next lot. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 
That was Bree Findlay and Jack Trimble, who are the brains behind the Fearlessly Odd Festival, taking place on Thursday, the 2nd of June, at Stanlake Meadows. Going to head just down the road now to Hurst. Hurst Parish Councillor Paul Palmer is helping to organise the celebrations there. He told me all about it. Yeah, we've got quite a bit going on in Hurst. Um, we've been preparing it for a few months now. Um, starting off on the Thursday, we have the National Beacon Lighting to start off the, the bank holiday celebrations. We've had a, a beacon uh, commissioned for us from Haynes Hill and a, a guy called John Jones, who's um, been making it for the last three months. Uh, so we're going to have um, a big 80-piece uh, rock choir, uh, a piper, um, the church bells, hand bell ringing, um, some food and drink up there for um, 8 o'clock on the Thursday evening, 2nd of June. Um, moving on to then uh, the Saturday. And uh, I don't know, would you say that's the biggest day? Right, well, Saturday is uh, sort of what we're classing as the family day. We've um, got a big uh, Jubilee concert going on. We've got, uh, I think, the Glee Club from Twyford. Uh, Dandy Man, I think they're from Twyford too. Yeah, I've got them all. Bottle Kids. Yeah, Bottle Kids. Reed, That's it, uh, yeah. Third Lung, Rick Singfield. Looks really good. Yeah, and we've also got St Nicholas Primary School going to kick the afternoon off at three o'clock and they're going to be performing on the stage. Um, going to have a lot of bouncy castles, a gladiator duel. Aunt Sally, if anybody remembers Aunt Sally, if you, uh, <laughs> if you play Aunt Sally, come down, have a game of that. And finally, um, on to Sunday. Uh, that's when things start to draw to a close. But to tell me about it. Yes, yeah, so Sunday, we've got uh, School Road in Hurst, which is being closed off from 10am till 6pm. And we're going to have a big street party. So anybody in Hurst, anybody local wants to come down, we're going to be laying out tables. Uh, come down, join us, bring your food drinks, decorate your tables. Um, we're going to try and make it all down the school road, a big Jubilee street party. And uh, finally, how much organisation has this taken, Paul? A lot. <laughs> um, first started this back in, I think it was about October. And um, yeah, just there's just been lots of organising bands, organising uh, ATP's rock choirs, organising a beacon being made organizing the stage the sound crew um yeah it's uh it's going to be a big event and like i say it's a once in a lifetime so you have to you have to try this that was hearst parish councillor paul palmer there and i should also mention that they're holding a jubilee sports day on the friday Finally then, have you ever channelled your inner Wurzel gummage? Well, that's what's going to be going on in Waltham St Lawrence over the Jubilee weekend because one of their many events includes a scarecrow competition. Alex Barfield is heavily involved in the preparations and he told me all about it. The theme for these scarecrows is going to be royal, which uh, we've said to people, think kings, queens, beef eaters and even corgis. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing what people produce. Uh, normally when the children involve, you do get some very creative ideas. And this will be across the parish of Waltham St. Lawrence. That's Waltham St. Lawrence, Sherlock Row um, and West End as well. And um, hopefully there'll be a good amount of entries and there'll be lots of uh, exciting things to see around the parish over that weekend. Yeah, do you, do you know how long are the scarecrows going to actually be there? Can people from outside the parish get a glimpse of them, do you think? 
They'll certainly be able to get a glimpse of them if they're walking around or driving past. Um, we ask for them all to be on display by Thursday the 2nd of June, because that's when we'll be going around judging them. So um, normally they start to pop up um, uh, a week or two even um, in advance. Some people are very last minute uh, and do it that morning. Um, but uh, I'm sure they'll be up for certainly uh, a week or, or, or two after. But yeah, certainly that weekend. Uh, we're asking them to be on display for the 2nd of June. So you've had scarecrow competitions before. How fierce is the competition? How seriously do people take it? Well, well people actually really do take it very seriously. Um, the People's Choice uh, Award is, is called the Lord Brownlow Cup, and it's quite coveted by people in the village. Um, the first year we decided to do it, um, it was about four years ago, I believe, um, and we had well over 20 entries uh, in the village, and um, people really do sort of go all out. And I think the first ever winner was actually, it was, it was a knight on a horse um, with uh, a big lance and all that sort of stuff, and uh, it was all made out of recycled beer cans, because people get extra <laughs> course um if they are environmentally friendly and it's sustainable so that's that's part of what we're looking at when we're judging so people really do get into it it's definitely worth a look alex barfield there one of the organizers of the many events that are happening in waltham st lawrence and just as a reminder for a comprehensive list of local platinum jubilee events turn to pages 20 and 21 of the latest edition of the RG10 magazine and there's also an online version of the magazine on the rg10.com website. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. We're now into the fifth series of the show. We've been going two years. We're nearing a half century of episodes and I'd love to give a massive thanks to our loyal local listeners. And it's because our listeners are so loyal and so local that makes us such an attractive proposition for sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode or even the whole show, then we'd love to hear from you. Finally, if you do have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels thanks for listening and goodbye